0: Today, listeners, we are rejoined by Aaron Nunez and Steven Vander Both these guys stayed in the original Barcelona house and decided to come to Chiang Mai and hang out for a month. We're going to revisit some good memories that we had in the Barcelona house and maybe compare them a little to some of the memories you guys made in the entrepreneur house and what you learn from both experiences, if that's so. Welcome, Aaron. Nice to, uh, nice
1: to
2: be hanging with you, Chris. Yeah, and welcome, Steven. Thank you. Nice to be back.
0: Aaron Nunez is a 28-year-old entrepreneur. 29. 20... Did you turn 29? Yeah, when did you 20. turn 29? Yeah, this last summer. I missed that. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy belated birthday. <laughs> 29-year-old entrepreneur from El Paso, Texas, uh, and it, uh, runs a website called com with his partner, Matt. And Steven Pel is a 31-year-old entrepreneur from the Netherlands that uh, runs FletcherMobile.com and does some SaaS developing. And This is a total of four months you guys have been living in an entrepreneur house. Congratulations. (laughs) We survived. So welcome back to the show, you guys. And I first off want to start off by saying thank you for coming back. Definitely glad you guys came back because I think we had a really good time in Chiang Mai. We did. (laughs) Good. So, I guess I'll start off with, and, and just ask the first question, Aaron, why'd Why you decide to come back?
1: I mean, obviously, I had a good experience in the first house, or else I wouldn't have thought about coming back. So, the, the main reason that I came back was, one, I'm still working on my business, and mm-hmm. we're growing, I just, you know, I, I want to stay plugged into the business, and, uh, I mean, several reasons, I really enjoy the company, so it's, I really enjoy, like, you know, hanging out with like-minded people, and helping each other out with our businesses and that's what it was it was just you know like everyone here I could really relate with and we can really help each other mm-hmm. and so I really like that atmosphere I could have gone like somewhere else by myself but that's not as fun mm-hmm. and uh, a couple things so, yeah just one I knew I was going to be folks in my business and then two I was going to be around people that could support me and uh, and uh, you never know what connections you're going to make or who you're going to meet or who you're going you're gonna to help and mm-hmm. so that's always it's, it's always uh,
0: a good thing. And we talked about uh, one of the easiest and most effective ways to let go of a, a victim mentality and to, to have an accountable mentality is to surround yourself with people that have an accountable mentality. Mm. And so that's another reason why I, I, I created you know these houses is because it's easy to f- to your social groups will define you. You know your your environment is stronger than than your own personal will, and so the social groups will define you and suck you into whatever mentality that they are if you decide to surround yourself with them. And so, like Aaron and I have done a lot of personal development work and and seminars, and that's how we met. And I was just thinking, like we had a, we went to a men's leadership seminar. We went to seven days on a on a ranch learning about goal setting. And we did a 90-day goal-setting class. And we did a weekend-long class. And those were awesome. But to live in that, you know, that, pers- that growth structure for a month or two months or three months is incredible. And that's another reason why um, I keep creating these things. Because it just does so much good for, for myself and for everybody that's involved with it. So, Stephen, why did you decide to come back?
2: A couple reasons. Uh, first one is actually just a timing one. Uh, Mm -hmm. the the timing was perfect like i I had an amazing time in barcelona as well and uh, i think we even spoke about it back in barcelona as well like oh we should do like chiang mai i always wanted to go to chiang mai after dcbkk so it was perfect timing Mm -hmm. and like exactly like Aaron says as well it's like you have to surround yourself with people that get you motivated and keep you working on your business and Pushing it forward, basically. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was definitely a big ass reason. And you know, I've become good friends with with yourself, Chris, and uh, a lot of other people like Aaron as well here in the, in the house. And it's it's as a business person, it's always good to ex- keep continuing to expand your network as well. Mm-hmm. Which is not one of my particular talents or anything, but it just helps definitely being
0: here in the house. So can you guys <laughs> contrast the two cities, Barcelona versus Chiang Mai? They're completely different. <laughs> Barcelona is
2: more—I don't know—it's it's, it's it's a beach city. This mm-hmm. is all, Chiang Mai is obviously not really a beach city. I think it's more quiet around Chiang Mai. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, uh, in my experience, more nature as well, actually. But I know that Barcelona has quite a bit as well. I just didn't really see it when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, the food is very different. Uh, the locals are very different it's like i don't know I, I don't really think you can really compare the two, though
0: yeah
1: yeah i mean they are really different. i actually enjoyed chiang mai more than mm-hmm. i'm not yeah, i can't really pinpoint why i don't know what it was exactly but i did enjoy chiang mai more than barcelona although barcelona does have a lot to offer yeah chiang, chiang mai i, I like it cuz it's i guess it's smaller mm-hmm and you can find other digital nomads so much easier and so they're all around yeah. it's easier to connect with them and then there cool. since it is a small town like the mountains right the mountains right next to us and so that was cool like you know you could rent a dirt bike for like $25 a day and mm-hmm. just go ride it on the trails um, and then you can go hiking or whatever you know downhill mountain biking over here um, and there's a lot of things close by but I think it was I don't know I think it seemed like it was a a tight-knit community of digital nomads yeah. which I really enjoyed it was just easy to connect with them yeah and, and uh, yeah, talk with other people that uh, have similar interests. It's more of a...
2: F- almost like a family. This is more of a town kind of thing. It's, it's still a bigger city, but it's more of a town feeling uh-huh. here in Chiang Mai, and Barcelona is truly a bigger city. It's like and a small also, town in a big city. Yeah, 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 kind of thing. Which yeah. is nice,
0: because they have everything that we like to do here in Chiang Mai. For sure. But you see all your friends just walking down the street. like mm-hmm. They just come out of nowhere, you know? Right.
2: And, and the pricing here is pretty good as well.
1: It's cheap. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh everything's cheap. Like in yeah. Barcelona, I was cooking... Uh-huh. here I haven't cooked once and, I, and I'd, I'd rather not cook because I can spend my time doing other things uh-huh. more important things and so here like literally if I wanted to I could if I wanted to I could easily live off of like spending five dollars a day on food yeah which is super cheap even yeah. in the states like cooking on my own I can't even like,
0: you can't get do that, it down
1: yeah. that much I mean barely but here like I can order two three plates be completely full mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's super cheap it's, it's really nice and it's pretty healthy for the most part,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, I like that part as
1: well. Actually, the food is pretty healthy. Actually, yeah, it's not a bunch of. I mean, they do have fried food, but it's not like it's like South America or Latin America where everything's like yeah. fried.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, give me your top three things about Barcelona and your top three things about Chiang Mai.
1: Mm, Barcelona, the beach. Yeah, that's the beach, uh, the nightlife in Barcelona, and well, okay, so then the girls. In Barcelona, yeah, you could say the girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the girls in Barcelona because i uh, Mai. The uh, the mountains are really close. Oh, they did mountains over there in Barcelona, mountains really close. Um, the all the digital nomads are very centralized. You know, mm-hmm. they have meetups and stuff like that all over um, to go attend. I think that's two. But those things are big. They like the, sure. the, the nature or like the things to do, and then
2: community. Stephen, uh, Barcelona nightlife, beach. Uh, like all nightlife kind of includes the the, the rooftop parties we had there as well they were really nice Um, and the ease of communication is a little bit easier there yeah uh, because I speak Spanish yeah Mm -hmm. so that makes it a little bit easier and Chiang Mai uh, definitely the community I like the food better here Mm -hmm. Uh, Spanish food is alright you know Barcelona It kind of depends on the scene when you're there and yeah, I don't know, just uh, the general atmosphere around here, like the, the township kind of thing mm-hmm. that I really like here, and like uh, our trips to nature and stuff like that. I really like that.
0: Cool. So let's contrast the two houses. All
2: right. So for me, it was a kind of a. Uh, in Barcelona, we lived more like a group in one house. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the ending of the house I'm like is that a really good idea because like you you have less privacy it's details details that that actually Uh do matter and uh, so like like me like when you told me like oh yeah in Chiang Mai we're gonna everybody's gonna have their own room it's kind of a hotel kind of form I'm like wow that's awesome yeah that's perfect Uh, and now being here I also kind of miss what we had in Barcelona as well So it's kind of double. So I'm not sure which one I would prefer, actually. Yeah, (laughs) I know. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference. In the entrepreneur house, like I was working like side by side with Nathan Mm and our kitchen table almost every day. Right. And so that was really cool. I mean, Nathan makes a lot more money than I do at this point. And so that was really cool, like living with him and experiencing him and just kind of feeding off, uh, you know, off of kind of his energy and his mindset. And so that was really cool. I mean, we would, you know, have dinner together, lunch together. We'd be working together. And so I I do miss that aspect of really I think it's
2: mostly about the working together part. Like, that's one of the things I miss the most as well. Like, just sitting with all of us at the table, like, whatever hour you wanted to. And you just sit down and you started working. You don't really have that here. You just work alone or you have to go to one of the co-working spaces. And at the end of the day, like, a lot of us are too lazy to go there anyway. Yeah.
0: We had a lot of conversations in Barcelona that would go until two three yeah. sometimes four in the morning because you know we'd get home or whatever we'd just be there and somebody would spark up a conversation about whatever was business or life and then two hours later you know it's three o'clock in the morning, you're like, holy cow that you know you were planning on going to bed at one and uh, which is great you know for bonding and great conversations you know here it was definitely more structured, more masterminds, advisor presentations and Oh, I liked the Pfizer presentations yeah, a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah the Pfizer presentation was good. Um, the more Masterminds is fine. I did like, yeah, the Masterminds are always good. Um, I did like uh, how they were definitely more informal with the. So in Barcelona, we had we did run our kitchen table. People mm-hmm. would bring beer and wine and whiskey. popcorn and snacks and whiskey you know. during a mastermind. Yeah. And so we were at them during the masterminds. It's kind of like a mini party, which is really cool. Uh-huh. And so I think that's something that definitely needs to carry forward into yeah, the, the future totally. masterminds. Like yeah. that, that kind of feel. It's more of like a fun gathering. Because the ideals were still flowing, and actually, yeah, after, a our, drinks, yeah. after a few drinks, after a few drinks, like it, more, science yeah. shows that like our minds are, are like our pathways open up, and so we're able to brainstorm a lot better and be more creative. So I think that's. I it's like that I like
0: that too, and it what was good about that is that we were in our own apartment, you know to do those, so everybody generally felt more relaxed. It was and like more you were going safe to be, yeah, yeah, and so and we had a business meeting room here, so it felt like we were just attending another meeting, you know, and it was kind of more formal and people you know in Barcelona we had a couch, we could relax on, you know, and people were just uh, hanging out so. So yeah, okay. What else? Uh, what about activities wise? So let's contrast Barcelona. What you guys did for activities compared to here in Chiang Mai? So we did a lot of beach. Well, no, actually, uh, towards the end, I guess we did more so beach. Yeah. I did a lot of beach. I went to
2: the beach quite a bit as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I love the beach there, but it's like it's a whole kind of different uh, beach. Is just yeah, where well, you can do some play some volleyball and stuff, mm-hmm. which was fun. But yeah, here we do a little bit more extreme or like more hiking and more into the jungle and stuff. Yeah, I think I like the activities here so far better, especially what we did yesterday yesterday right mm-hmm. <laughs> so we actually went downhilling uh on mountain bikes uh, in the jungle of the mountain here it was really 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 cool i mm-hmm. uh, like one of the best experiences ever i've never been
0: as sore as i am today <laughs> yeah See, barcelona definitely has more city activities yeah. I would say so like we went to improv in barcelona you went oh, to ultimate frisbee mm-hmm. a lot of, uh some of the guys took you know they were taking spanish lessons
1: there's a lot to do over there I mean, it's like a full-fledged city. I mean, that's sure. pretty much anything. Yeah, like there's
0: there's never a dull moment. In, right.
1: In I mean, Barcelona. we did a laser tag.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: laser tag. Yeah. I don't think they have laser tag here, but it means, I mean, they have everything you need
2: over there in, in you Barcelona. Know,
0: some of the guys did during the summers, they had yoga on a paddle board mm-hmm. uh, in the ocean. <laughs> and then, oh, like
2: the stand-up paddle yeah. board thingy? Yeah.
0: More de- water activities in Barcelona. Land activities here. Right. But we had like off-road you know dirt bike trips here and cave exploring and yeah. cliff jumping cliff jumping mountain climbing yeah.
2: bungee jumping bunch of oh jumping we
1: right? did bungee
0: jumping
2: yeah a yeah.
1: lot <laughs> oh
0: yeah for me like i don't know if you guys can compare it like this like chiang mai is like a it feels like a university setting you know for people our age you know digital yeah. nomads online entrepreneurs right like if for me it feels a lot like college like you know i go out everywhere i walked on campus i saw somebody i knew there's always some activity going on you know we'd have meetings in the evening we'd set goals together you know and and uh, go to dinner a lot so chiang mai feels like that barcelona doesn't feel like
2: like a college for adults it's like a college for
0: (laughs) for digital nomads
1: nomads. Yeah. yeah it did feel like yeah barcelona felt like it was our group Mm-hmm. you know versus Barcelona the city not necessarily like versus but it was yeah. like but like we would like our own clan staying together Yeah. and like you know we'd go out together we'd do our own things together like it was just like our clan like doing everything uh-huh. here it, it doesn't have to be that way because there are digital nomads everywhere and so we were I mean I was connecting with everybody left and right with different people who were not necessarily in the house although we did have you know a close knit group and I'm really good friends with you know, some of the guys in here mm-hmm. but yeah it was yeah like you said like it was like university. A lot of people come here actually to to grow the business. So I met a few guys that they saved up some money. They're coming over here to make it happen. Right. They saved up like eight months of 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 income just to come over here move over here and then start a business. Yeah. So they're like it's like a university for them. It's like
0: you know they're mm-hmm. learning how to
2: do it as they go. So that's um,
0: yeah. So that's cool.
2: Yeah, Chiang is kind of bootstrap mecca right now.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it's been for a few years. Yeah. I think there's two to three thousand. Online digital nomads here in Chiang Mai. Really? That yeah, much. two oh. or three thousand. That's what I heard. Barcelona definitely doesn't have that. True. Not yet.
1: Well, maybe they use, It's just it's so big. It is.
0: It's really not that big though. You know, it's Barcelona feels like a big city. It's only a million and a half people.
1: How big is Chiang Mai though?
0: Five hundred thousand. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, so I thought I thought it'd be more more of a difference, but it yeah. is it is half the third less than half yeah third. so Chiang Mai oh, is, you said it's one point how much 1.5 oh only oh that, right. is, so that is a big difference yeah so it is a big difference in,
2: in size
0: yeah for sure a million yeah. just a million people <laughs> difference yeah no million
2: is definitely a big city yeah our very biggest city in my country is like 1.2 or 3. is million. that Amsterdam
0: yeah <laughs> well I see what else anything anything else that you guys would like to share about the difference between uh Chiang Mai or why you guys decided to come back or where you're going next or?
2: Well, on the topic on uh, like deciding to come back, like uh, it's just a very good setting for any uh, starting and entrepreneur a little bit along the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. I think at some point it will be really helpful to start doing different houses
0: Niche like houses, niche
2: yeah. houses. No, Not particularly niche houses because I, I do like the diversity. like the diversity we have in this group is amazing. Like mm-hmm. even even more than in Barcelona. I yeah, think. it's true. Yeah. Which is really powerful because you, you learn so much about different uh, business models and about other niches in general. But uh, I was referring more to the to the level where people are at with their businesses. Yeah, it's like definitely like a starter, uh, starter like a bootstrap house, yeah. uh, like a A half a million plus house and maybe if you manage to do it like a a million plus house or something yeah which would be a very nice house i guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's definitely yeah Um, where we're going towards you know i really felt though like this house was very much like a, a dcbkk for a month because there's such a big diversity you know so you learn so much at dcbkk with the breakout sessions and that's kind of what we had is we had powerful masterminds we had breakout sessions all throughout the month People teach, teaching about international corporations, duplicate passports, funnels, Facebook ads, SEO, you know, all this stuff, personal growth, leadership, and business. And for me, it felt that way.
2: I think the the mini meetings were mm-hmm. more powerful than the masterminds. As well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the trick, though, with this one, the, the masterminds, is that. We had 17 people we had to run through the master. Quite a lot, yeah. Yeah, at three at per session. You know, it took us three weeks just to go through all the people. Anything else, we'd be reducing their time and they're only getting 30 minutes anyway. Yeah, so yeah that's that was the trick. Top experience in Barcelona and top experience in Chiang Mai.
1: Well, on, so in the last podcast, I said, well, I don't know if I said it was top experience, but most memorable experience maybe was um, my girlfriend in Barcelona, which, that's you know, probably, like, you know, definitely memorable. Um, however, I do appreciate just the the friends I made in the Barcelona house. Mm-hmm. And I think that still goes here. Since it was only a month, I don't feel like I went as deep mm-hmm. with as many of them. However, um, yeah, I did go close, close to, to a few. The
0: top experience in Chiang Mai was? Probably dirt bikes. Dirt bikes? Yeah, riding the dirt bikes. So the for the jungle. listeners, we took a three-day <laughs> three day dirt bike trek into the jungle and, and over the mountains of... Toi Sui Northern, yeah, oh, Thailand. yeah or
1: yeah, yeah, the northern Thailand, yeah,
0: yeah, which uh, turned out to be a disaster and very, very <laughs> fun and a, and a learning experience at the same time. So, Stephen, um, top experience in Chiang Mai and top experience in. Uh, Barcelona. Do you, do you
2: remember what I said for Barcelona? Because um, I don't. I think I said uh, that I wasn't the only one. Uh, weird enough to like start working 3am yeah, and stuff like that it felt normal you felt like you yeah. found your tribe or yeah, yeah. But, like well i still have that because like with the people here we're all very like minded so I, I love that still it's just more confirmation about yeah i finally found a tribe like like-minded people which is really awesome mm-hmm. and it just keeps on going like with the dc with the entrepreneur house and uh the top experience here is definitely what we did yesterday the downhill mountain biking <laughs> was really really cool so yeah
0: cool what was your best experience in the chiang mai in the house in chiang mai
2: um the mini meetings i guess yeah yeah i really learned a lot like one uh one great example is actually nathan you know like he said like i had a crowdfunding so i kind of my uh, i kind of assumed like he just like he makes Kickstarter uh, pages campaigns he built them for companies like you know sounds fun mm-hmm. cool not interesting for me at all and then he actually asked me for some tech help, uh, so I sat down with him and we started talking about his website. And I started asking him questions about some certain uh, uh, headlines on his website, like why is that on there? Like I don't really understand what that means. And then he started explaining. And then uh, I got finally, like the coin fell, like I started understanding what he really does, like crowdfunding, getting funding for a, a company or a product, or whatever. Using uh, like the normal public basically without angel investors or VCs or stuff like that. I'm like, wow, this is like super interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like just that that switch was really like, wow, like I made a judgment back there, and, which was obviously completely wrong, right? Based on my own fault, but also because he didn't really. Profile himself correctly at that, those moments. Right, it's really interesting to see that switch. Uh, yeah,
0: at that yeah. That's what, like you said, that's what's great about having the diversity in the house is because you can learn so much from, you know, somebody who's doing crowdfunding and understand it and see how it can maybe possibly benefit your business in at the future. Some point, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. To add to that, I think that was. I mean, that's always good to have in any in any mastermind or brainstorming session. Uh-huh. Diversity, and so this group was. I mean this was, at first I was kind of skeptical by like the people in this group but we had some really good people like mm-hmm. I mean one of the guys you wouldn't think it but he has 31 employees under him mm-hmm. and but, like I would never have guessed and he told me that I was like you have 31 employees mm-hmm. like damn like I can learn a lot from this guy right um, one guy is uh, like really um, you know he's a lawyer who makes you know makes some decent money and mm-hmm. you know he's also but he's now he's virtualizing his his uh, his business so there's a lot he's a lot of experience a lot of knowledge to to learn from. Another girl is she ran her own successful physical therapy clinic in in London and and she sold that and now is doing, now going online so she has a lot of business experience, not necessarily like online but she does. One guy um, runs a festival in Canada, like one of the biggest festivals in Canada Mm -hmm. or whatever which is like an entirely different realm. So all these different realms like come together in a mastermind and really help each other out. And then I mean other guys too like I didn't even mention. Vacation rentals, but they all have different experiences, and um, and all those different ideas come together, and they make, they make really they can make a really good mastermind and bring bring a diverse group of ideas, which is the way to grow a company. Yeah, just different
2: point of views. So I think right. that definitely helps. Yeah.
0: So, what would for you, Aaron? What would the perfect house look like, and where would it be?
2: Uh,
1: if you can get uh, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett <laughs> in the house. Uh-huh. And uh, we're just like, you know, us five or whatever, just in the house.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I'm picking their brains for like, and I'm just living with them all year round. That'd be the perfect house. Okay. But, uh, but I obviously... I think you forgot
2: Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. How can
1: I forget Elon Musk? Guys, was just coming. Yeah, Elon mean, Musk. Where I mean, would this... that house be? This, this house would be, man, maybe uh, maybe New Zealand or something. New
0: Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. I think... How about you, Steven? That's perfect house, That's right. a pretty good house, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely <laughs> sounded pretty, pretty nice, yeah. 2018, that'll be Aaron's house. <laughs> Give me a couple of years to get there. Yeah, like, it's,
2: it kind of depends on the goals as well. Like, I would love a house in uh, Medellin or Buenos Aires or something mm-hmm. like that. But Buenos Aires sounds good, too. Yeah, nice. but it's, that would also be a lot just social-wise and maybe not so much business-wise. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think this has been talked about quite a bit as well. A Tokyo house, I would love that yeah. as well. I I wouldn't really point it towards a specific location because that's that's one of the strongest points of the entrepreneur house. It's in different locations mm-hmm. and it, it keeps you traveling. And it, for me, always when I travel somewhere, I need to have a like I don't know why I'm just fooling myself or something, but I need to have a reason to go there. Mm-hmm and a house is a perfect reason to go there because it's fun and it's business Mm -hmm. it's it's like you can validate it for both sides and just like going somewhere just for fun that's a holiday Right. So, I wouldn't allow myself to do that for any longer than maybe a week or maybe two weeks, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: And a house you can do for two, three months, whatever, and have the fun and do the business-wise. Yeah. So, but yeah, mine's like Elon Musk so and Serge Branson. of course, I would love to pick their mind, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like, if you want to keep it a little bit more in re- reality <laughs> for now, like, just... Just I wanna I want I never want to be the smartest person in the house and definitely hasn't been so far. Like I think that's kind of one of the most important businesses is just never be the smartest person in the room. So yeah. you can keep learning and keep looking up and just put your goals and your vision uh, bigger than you've ever could imagine. So you can actually reach some awesome goals in your life.
0: I think that that's was a success of it. Well, both houses, but especially here in Chiang Mai, is that. They were they were so diverse, but each guy had their guy or girl had their specialty. Whereas you know you were the SaaS guy, and you're definitely probably the smartest SaaS guy in the room. And whereas another guy was the smartest crowd another guy was the smartest community builder, another guy. And and so we all kind of well it seemed like like we had a synchronicity where we complemented each other in different ways that helped. Like, for example, like you had a connection with Edmund Johns who came and he spoke, you know, which was awesome because I didn't even think about having a duplicate passport, international incorporation, offshore corporate incorporation person to come speak. And then all of a sudden he came and he had a lot of value to everybody in the house. All right. So any last words, you guys? Compliments, complaints, suggestions?
2: Well, I, I
0: would say if you're
2: still doubting, just go for it. Like uh, Chris is doing a house in Rio de Janeiro. I think that's going to be a crazy house. <laughs> I think there's going to be uh, happening a lot of stuff that you're probably not going to expect. <laughs> but yeah, I think it will be a lot of fun. And uh, well, you'll definitely be able to learn. So go for it. And for Chris, do a freaking house in Medellin. <laughs>
0: cool. All right.
2: Yeah, so yeah, get to the listeners, you guys just have to do it. It'll, you'll
1: meet people, it'll, you may like, something will spark. You might meet your you know business partner, you might come up with a really brilliant idea, you might... Overcome a, a life, uh, what's it called? A midlife crisis? Um, yeah, midlife oh, crisis. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know what's going to spark. You know, you might meet the, meet the right person that's going to help you um, grow your business, whatever. You, you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's worse not taking the risk to come oh that's a good one yes. yeah
0: wow cool so that's a wrap hopefully we'll do a third podcast with you too in a sure somehow somewhere sometime in the near future but thanks for listening you guys thank you very much for coming on the show coming back to chiang mai i really do appreciate it and have enjoyed both of you yeah, both thank you, you
2: chris for organizing another great house so yeah it was
0: really awesome no worries that's a wrap and we'll see you all later The Entrepreneur House is a travel and co-living experience for online entrepreneurs. Imagine spending one to two months in the world's most exotic cities with other successful entrepreneurs. Day to day you interact with other very driven and smart business people. Spending a long amount of time with them alters your business and your mentality around your business. Goals are set, new businesses are formed, new partnerships will develop, greater profit margins are achieved, and the productivity skyrockets for those living in the house. For those of you that are interested, be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com website. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.